Think running a day spa is all massages and relaxation? (laughs) There is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. But we're here to help. Siri Spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the weak. It takes hard work, planning, and just a bit of luck. We should know because we've owned a successful day spa for over 20 years. Now we're opening up our playbooks and giving you the business insights to run your day spa rather than letting it run you. This is a Spapreneur podcast with Lynn Graves and Ramona Rice. What's up, Spapreneurs? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I don't know what time zone you're in, but wherever you are, we're here for you. Konnichiwa. Okay, so I had to tell a fun story. So I've been taking improv classes because the boyfriend is totally, totally into improv. Like he's such a geek. He is such a geek, but we love him. He's super cute and and he's very dishy. So um, I'm taking improv classes, which are fun. So I did a scene with another woman who's about my size. Her name's Amelia. She she sings opera. Yeah, no. Yeah, only, only, only better than that. <laughs> Way better than that. That was frightening. Um, so um, that's why I massage. I don't sing. Yeah. So um, we were doing a scene where basically she was a naughty um, United Nations um, um, intern um, greeter, and so when she pretended on the stage, when she would say konnichiwa, she would flash whatever ambassador was coming up. So it made me giggle when I said oh, konnichiwa. It was fun. My lord. It was. It was that's funny. Cute. It was funny. It was funny. Anyway, hello, I'm Ramona. Hello, Ramona. Hello, I'm Ramona. Oh, you said hello, Ramona. I said no. Hello, I'm Ramona. Oh, I bet you when we play this back, you go here. <laughs> I'm like, damn it, my name's not Ramona. What have you lost your mind? <laughs> <laughs> I need a break, folks. I'm going to the lake house today. I need to get out of Dodge. That would be Sessy or Lynn. Anyway, we're the Spapreneurs, and today's episode we're talking about testimonials because a lot of you guys, I. I see a pathetic number of testimonials in various places. And you're all asking, how do I get my clients to get testimonials? Well, I did the numbers. We have over 2,000 testimonials combined with all of our different methods. So today, even Ceci didn't know that. So today, we're going to go over how we've done it, why we've done it, and some keys for you guys to testimonials. But first off, Ceci, I'm going to ask you a question. Why are testimonials so important? that's how we get all of our clients. I'd say that's how we get 90% of our new clients. People will go and look at the reviews and we have so many good testimonials out there. It just drives the people in. And let me say again that we're not in a location that's easy to find. We're we're tucked back into a little office park and we're just not easy to find. No, we're not. And so for people to find us and we're competing against, again, just like you guys are, Pizza has some massages all over the place with tons of money for um, search engine aid. And they're in, in, they're all in the big storefronts and they're up front. And they look pretty flashy. Like ours local is right next to our favorite Whole Foods. So we wave at them when we go in to have lunch. <laughs> we're like, good. Hello, slaves of, of Pizza Hut of Massage. Enjoy doing all your massages for your corporate entities. Oh, God. Enjoy being part yeah. of the Borg. We're going to be over here at Starfleet. But it really, our, our, our driving force for people coming in, I ask them all the time. So um, how'd you find us? Oh, through the reviews. I pulled up Google, saw your name, looked at the reviews. 
I hear that all the time. Look at the reviews. I look at the reviews. It's like, wow, people really do look at that. Okay. If you're not going to take our word for it, um, this is a survey from brightlocal.com 2016. 84% of people trust online reviews as much as a personal recommendation. 90% of consumers read less than 10 reviews before making a purchase decision. 73% of consumers believe will, will believe three months worth of reviews are longer or no longer relevant. So you've got to constantly get new reviews in. It's not just enough to get testimonials and reviews in. You have to keep them coming in. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't just let them sit because if it's past three months, they're like, nope, things might have changed. And you know, funny enough, since our business is doing so well off of reviews, I don't buy anything now until I read the reviews. Mm-hmm. That's become very important to me. And it, it really works well. I, I find I don't get crappy products anymore. Yeah. So just those personal recommendations are like, if I'm looking at a new baby, like business book or something, I'll always go on Amazon and read the reviews just to see, or just a new book in general that I, I haven't seen yet, unless it's an author I know and trust. Right. Right. You know, right. Because I don't want to waste my time on a mm-hmm. shitty book. There's nothing worse than that. <laughs> You know, when you're like reading Dredge on and on, you're like, oh my God, to the freaking point. There was one guy that said the word hubris so many times, I thought I was going to vomit. Yeah. And we, and we like those because <laughs> they're important for the body. Anyway. All right. So in six years, this is how we've gotten over six, uh, over 2,000 reviews. Um, we, we have a hundred at, at the point I wrote a blog post about this a couple of months ago, but at that point we had 162 on Facebook, 31 Google reviews, 12 Yelp reviews that they'll actually show. And then over 1900 website, private survey reviews, and even a few on Groupon back in the black days of our business when we actually thought Grouponing wasn't so bad. I feel gross, but it's 81% approval rating on Groupon. Wow. Sad. Just, just, ew. Um, but, you know, it, it goes to that it's important how we've done that. The first thing is we invested the money. Now, I'm going to tell the story. We probably have told this before. So uh, We've told it several times. But we're going to but... say it again because it's important. So, um, there was a time period where I was running de-stress day to day by myself. Mom was in Florida, mm-hmm. um, dealing with, um, our, my dying grandparents, first one, then the other. Mm-hmm. So that was about, uh, about 18 months where she you was out of it. started to say held hostage down there. I was being held hostage. You really were. I love grandma, <laughs> rest in peace. But she, she's not, we were just talking about this before the podcast. Um, I had taken the kids to Baskin Robbins, which was my, um, oh Graham's my God, my most favorite place. It had been Robbins. the first pl- time I'd taken the tiny humans there. And my, my and then mom's like, well, grandma's going to come and haunt you because you took forever. I'm like, I ain't afraid of no ghost. So anyway, so, I was gone for a long time dealing with a crazy woman. So we use the Millennium software, and I know a lot of you guys don't use it. It's primarily for salons, but it works for our business. We really enjoy mm-hmm. it. It's taken some time to kind of finagle it, but we've had it now over ten years, and it just it works really well for us. They constantly partner with. We've other- had it since two thousand eight. I just saw it'll be ten years then next yeah, year. Yeah, I just saw the uh, anyway. They should send us a cake. Dear Millennium, send us a cake <laughs> or, more, or or a discount. No, nice. we got no. That, that, anyway, that's okay. all another okay. story. So what they'll do from time to time, and this is just really smart on them. Instead of creating the systems themselves, they partner with other businesses mm-hmm. that provide really good services. And one of those things was called Demand Force. You guys have heard us talk about it before. It is an incredible comp system. Um, what it is, it's um, an email service provider that also does text reminders, mm-hmm. and it also sends out the surveys immediately without us thinking. Since we've been with Demand Force. It has been sold over to Intuit. 
Intuit is who owns QuickBooks and Quicken and Quicken Loans. So we're talking about it is a solid, large company. They specialize in like review software, not only for like day spas and beauty parlors, but also for dentists, auto mechanics, um, you know, things that people that are service businesses that deal with appointments, but also deal with referrals a lot. Well, let me give them a shout out real quick on this. Uh, one of the things that I really love about Demand Force is once in a blue moon, they'll call up and say, hey, would you like to schedule some time with us free? And let's go over some of the features you may not be using. It costs nothing. The first time the guy spent an hour with me, I was like, oh, my God, I didn't know it did all this stuff. And he said, it's just something we like to provide for Demand Force. And they called us again the other day, and I didn't have the heart to say, actually, we're leaving you. But yeah. I didn't tell them that. And we're, we are leaving them because because our business is now so massive that we need a dashboard that works for everything. So right now, the way we have it set up, our website's on one thing, our scheduling's on one thing, and then our I'm emails. I'm flashing Ramona right now. Our emails, and I'm ignoring that. Our emails, <laughs> our text reminders, and our reviews are on another the system and it's just too much and we want to grow and we want to get an app we're moving with the time yeah so we 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 went with salon clouds which is another partnership that millennium introduced us to so anyway but still demand force amazing and yeah, what they, i, I, I amazing. still if it were not for the app doing everything that demand force is doing we would i would hold on to them tight so yeah. they are truly and, amazing and honestly if this thing doesn't work out we're going back True, but it's work. It's yeah, working. Out. It's working has been out, really, right. really good. So, um, but what Demand Force does, and this is something that we talk about, and we have a course, the Ultimate Email Guide course, and all these steps are in there. It's um, valued at three hundred fifty dollars. That is nothing, guys, for this course. Oh the amount God. of money you'll make sending out the right kind of emails, because reviews are like gold in the pocket. People see your name come up. Google loves it because Google's like, oh wait, people are talking about this over here. Mm-hmm. Facebook loves it. Facebook's like, whoa, talking about it over here. So here's what happens. When the client leaves, it's attached, demand force is attached to our email, uh, to our scheduling system, Millennium. They know when we've rung out a client, it sends like a little message to demand force. Demand force will automatically send out a thank you for seeing us today. Here is a survey about your experience. And people really do fill those out. Yes, they do. Um, and there's two ways that they can actually three ways that they can do it. Just one of three or all three. One is they can do just simply the survey and rate it by the stars. And we have customized some questions on there that, you know, how was your front desk experience? How was the cleanliness of the place? Things like that. Uh, then and or they can give a public comment and write about the experience then and or they can write a private business comment. I really enjoy the experience. However, your room was a little cold or it was a little warm or, or the music I didn't like. Yeah. Or, it, know, and we get those comments and, and we those listen are to them. Those are helpful because we can really hone in or if it's about a specific therapist or, you know, skincare therapist and it's a consistent theme, we can go and take that information. Like these are the feedback we're getting from your clients. Let's talk about how we can fix this or make yes. it better. Yes. So it's really helped us as a business, a business owners. The other thing we do after that is a couple of later when they if they have rated us four stars or better we'll send another email out and that email will have links to yelp it'll have links to our facebook page and google yes we do i did not know yes we do that and so what we do is we send that out and that's how we get i do not like yelp i know you don't but yelp's important all right here's the deal with yelp guys 
So I do not think any of us should advertise in Yelp because I feel like their review system is dishonest and awful. However, it is still a review system that people look at, particularly out of town. If you're in a touristy area, I do go on Yelp to look up when I'm out of town for restaurants and mm. things. So it's really important that you do that because I find it's easier to search in there myself than per- perhaps Google. The reason I don't like Yelp is we had a scenario where we had clients falsely accusing us of certain behavior uh, when it came to treatment of them. It was a couple and it, too long of a story to go into. And I think you can still find it on Yelp. And Yelp would not allow us to take it down because it really had no relevance to to uh, decision-making for de-stress. This was a private matter between us and them and the behavior of the husband. And I, I really did not appreciate it. And then, and then what happened was we decided, fine, we'll flood the place. So we started flooding the place for about three months. We had people send reviews. They wouldn't show any of the good ones. No. No. And so, but they would turn them on if we paid for advertising. Yes. So, and, and that, that's a crock of doo-doo. But at the same time, it is a crock of doo-doo, but you still need to offer it for those people who do like to regularly, because mm-hmm. if it's someone that regularly posts on Yelp, the review actually matters on that. It's, it's basically like a social media platform is the way you think about it. Don't spend a ton of time on it. Make sure your, your stuff's in there. Check it once a week to make sure no one's writing anything stupid mm-hmm. and then move on. So th- there's that. But sending that third email, out, that, that second email out with the Facebook and the Google review because those are really important. You must have just turned that on in the last year or something. Mm -hmm. Okay, because I wondered why this was happening. We're getting a lot more reviews on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't, it was like, why the hell are we suddenly getting a lot more reviews? And so we are getting a lot more reviews on Facebook. And technically, you don't need to have Demand Force to do this. We go over how to do all of this in that email course. So if you have another system that you're using for your email, you can totally turn this on. Again, go to spotpreneur.com, go to um, resources and then shop and you can purchase it. It is a no brainer. I've gotten great feedback from my initial group that's done it. Um, One of our spotpreneurs, Kimberly, she followed our advice in the email thing for a flash sale and in a day made $2,600 through sending one email. That's one email. And it was just her VIP client. So because she was about to do a price raise. Oh, seriously, she did all these things. So I'm just saying, guys, get in there and and learn. Um, Okay. Now, What happens when someone gives us a bad review? Ooh. We like that. I we love that. We want that. It validates all the good ones. Yeah. We rarely, the only time we've ever wanted a review taken down was that one situation there because it was so, it was just not, what, I don't mind getting a bad review if it's something we've actually done. I don't mind getting a bad review when the client's crazy and we can respond to it. But you have to respond to it. Yeah, do respond to it. But let's um, talk about how you respond to it. So the first thing happens if you get a one-star review is you're going to freak out. And, and you're then gonna you're going to realize that they meant to give you five, but they didn't know to click the stars. Okay, that's happened. Because but, the review will be wonderful and the star will be one. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, okay. <laughs> but let's talk about it. If the review is factual, the the one thing you need to do with all the reviews that are one star you need to wait a good hour to two hours to calm down. Talk it out with someone. Yes. You, you want to, uh, it's really easy to like dive in, want to protect your spa, want to protect your therapist, but you need to back up because the last thing you want to do is go in there with guns a and write something you can't take back. And see, we just had this on Facebook. 
on the girl who did a wonderful charitable job and then the one this one woman went off and yapping about oh I got an infection from her and blah 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 and just really maligned her name and she was rightfully pissed and I understand that um so that's the kind of woman that would put shitty things into a review. So how are you going to respond to that? First of all, you're going to walk away from the situation and calm down. You have a right to be pissed, but right. walk away. Go investigate. Make sure that the client, what happened actually happened or it didn't happen. We've had situations where clients say one thing and we find out later something else happened. So yes. you have to investigate the claim. But... If it actually happened, you need to first have correct any mistakes. You need to reach out to that client privately and go, I am so sorry. Offer a refund. Offer them to come back in. Offer Only if it. it's valid. Only, Only if it's valid. There yeah, are just yeah, yeah, mean yeah. people out there, folks. Not everyone is nice. No, no, no. So this is only if they're truly, truly valid. And honestly, most people that if this happens to, they won't go out and blast the day spa. Instead, they'll call you directly. Um, and then you're going to want to respond to the review um, publicly. You should respond to every review you can, whether it's thank you so much. Mm-hmm. We love having you. You know, all of our Facebook reviews, either myself or mom will respond. Thank you so much. As G Stress Express, we don't say which one of us we are. It's only us that, that have right. access to the page. And we're like, thank you so much. We love seeing you. We're so excited you came in with us today. Mm-hmm. And that makes a difference. They see that. First of all, it reinforces the behavior. Like, whoa, they really read these reviews. Yeah, we yes. do. Yes. Um, but if it's a one-star review, you know, you, you've got to put in there like once you've you've corrected the situation you've apologized to the client directly then you go in and don't say, snivel don't 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 no. grovel no i'm no, no, no. sorry this happened happened here's what we did here's how we're fixing it we can't wait to see this client back in and that's it you just do facts no emotion now if the review is a lie first up again you do not respond right away you calm down you have to you talk it out with somebody you trust, not in the day spa. Talk to your husband. Talk to us here at Spapreneur. You know, go in the Spapreneur Facebook group and go, this freaking bitch. And you, you write all the stuff and then you, you get it all out there because it's private there. Mm-hmm. And then you wait and, and you investigate the claim. You make sure above everything else that it's an absolute lie, that they're not, you know, that because that's really important. You correct any mistakes if they, if they did happen and you do not directly contact this client. No, th- there's no, no reason to. No, no, no. We had a situation, I believe it was Laura who asked this question in our Spapreneur Facebook group. She had overheard somebody talking about her day spa and she was wondering, should I call that client directly? And all of us, including her husband, were like, no, you do not engage with these people. Oh, they are awful people. You don't want to deal with them anymore. You banish them from your existence. You banish them into the land of puce color pants with pleats. So they always look fat in their pooch. <laughs> That's what you do. But you do respond to the review only using facts. No personal attacks on the person posting it. You do not want to escalate the situation. Take the high road. It's so, hard, yeah. but take it. Yeah. I'm so sorry this happened to you. However, you know, if you'd like to give us a call, we can discuss it and see how we can rectify this situation. I'm trying to think of when we. Hit okay. This. So here, here would be some, some one is, um, you enforce your no show policy. That would be a big one. I had to cancel last minute and they wouldn't get me in. So I'm going to write a horrible, horrible review. You simply go, I am so sorry this happened. However, this is our 24 hour policy. It is listed on our website brochure. We mention it when you cut, when you made the appointment and you signed the paperwork document that you understand this. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately at this point, because, you know, we value our therapist and other clients time, you had taken a spot that another and client could use. And no show three times before, we probably wouldn't have charged you for this fourth okay. no show. See, that's what you don't say. <laughs> 
you don't say that. <laughs> you just simply remind people this is this is where all the no show policies show up. Because here's what happens when you respond to it. It's not really to turn the other person's opinion around. It's kind of like you know how everybody's like complaining. You're either a, you're okay with them kneeling or you're not okay with them kneeling. There's no in between. Um, you guys all know exactly what I'm talking about. You know what side you're on. You're not going to change the people who disagree with you's mind. So instead, what you're doing is you're planting seeds so the people who are reading these reviews see, oh, that's a crazy bitch. Okay, and and here. Here's a valid one. This comes across all the time. I had this recently. Um, uh, it was a good massage, but I didn't like the music. It didn't seem very spa-like. Well, all the therapists have availability of playing their own music. So I wrote back and said, I'm so sorry. I'm glad you enjoyed the massage. However, the music... It is simply your choice. Next time you come in, please let the therapist know what you prefer if you're not hearing the music you like. And I will mention this to the therapist at the same time. Yeah. There's no reason to um, refund this client. There's oh, no, no. You, no, no. There's no reason to give them a discount because it's really a silly thing that they're complaining about, honestly. But yeah. they feel that there are going to be those people that always went. We had this one client. He's a doll. He's a really nice client. But he would always only rate us four stars, and he came in once a week. So we just finally stopped sending him the survey. Yeah, we just took his email <laughs> off, and that's okay too. You don't have to send the survey to all your clients like your regulars. But but yeah. you do still hear me well. You want not a lot of bad reviews. You're getting a lot of bad reviews. You're doing something wrong. You're way doing something wrong. But you want some of the ones that are not good to validate all the good ones because otherwise people will say, well, you only post the, the, um, good reviews. Well, with demand force, you have, everything is posted. It's not a choice. They do not take anything off. So it's funny when we move to salon clouds, they only grab. So what they do is they'll grab the reviews from your previous review site. Well, they only to get grabbed you started their, to get yeah. you started. Well, they only grabbed our good ones. And we were like, no, you grab yeah, no, all of them. You, you need to go back and grab a few <laughs> of the other ones that aren't rated quite as high because those matter to us. Those people, though they weren't satisfied, why weren't they satisfied? And those, those people matter to us also. Again, at the end of the day, if you have enough great, great reviews, and I've said this to my mom several times, and I've said this several times to various therapists when they get upset, I hate these one-star reviews, or, you know, when I've worked with clients in the past, um, you know, when we're doing testimonials in any business, they're like, I don't want to do this because I'm afraid of the test reviews. Those one-star reviews validate every single five-star review you have. Yeah, it, it just... It, it, it's a badge of honor. You don't get that many yeah. bad ones. If you are, you're doing something wrong. And okay, then, let's and, be real about yeah, that. No, seriously. If you're getting like consistently only three-star reviews or your clients are too nice and they're not reviewing, chances are... You're not doing the best job. Yeah. Maybe your facility's dirty. Like, this is why Lynn and I make a great pair because I don't see dirt. She does. <laughs> so, you know, or I'll go in like uh, I was in the other day. She, she's so funny. So I was re, um, cause I, again, I used to work in retail. So I'm redoing some of the displays so they look more prominent and they're a little more eye catching. Yeah. She can see that shit, but yeah, she can't see dirt. No, I can't see dirt, but I can see it when products like sunk down into a thing and we need to prop it up because we don't sell air. We sell, you know, product. That's a manager used to tell me that a long time ago. Okay. So that was Angela who told me that we don't sell wood, Ramona, okay, front that right. stuff. So, um, so yeah, so it's just, it's just a matter of sometimes you need a partner to help you out with this. So grab one of your therapists or grab, you know, or, or ask your clients you really know and trust. Why am I not getting more higher reviews? Is there anything more that we could do here? Hey, ask your clients. Did you have an email sent to you? Ask for a review. Oh, I think so. It would really help me out if you could review us. That's the only way we know the truth right. of what's going on in the rooms or how can I make it better? And it really would help me out. 
And then that's when you follow up with an email because yeah. if you ask them, give me a review and they walk out the door and you don't remind them, they're going to forget because they have lives. If y'all want to see a really fun exchange on reviews, we have talked about this in the past and put it on our Facebook about the gentleman who wanted Caucasian hands and then showed up the next day after I wouldn't book him. To explain to me why he wanted oh, Caucasian, no. we need to, and I threw him out. No, no, no. We need to explain this whole story. You, you've got to. We, we gotta, I think we did previously. Let's, but, let's do it anyway. Let's okay. Do it. All right. So his wife calls up. It happens to be around Christmas time. My husband and I would like to book a couple's massage. Um, okay, that's fine. And we get all the way through the booking, and she says, and they're current clients. I mean, they come in maybe four times a year. So she says at the end of it, oh, and by the way, I know this isn't proper to ask this, but she's very sweet on the phone. She says, and my husband would really prefer only a Caucasian woman. I went, excuse me? Yes, only a Caucasian woman. And I said, I'm sorry, but we don't base our our request upon there is no skin. Yeah, there is no I, indication I, that's ethical to base that. I mean, you, how am I supposed to answer that? No, like, I no, would no, 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 no. It's no. not ethical. It's wrong. If she had wanted to say, I only prefer female therapists, perfectly legitimate. I, underst- I understand that. Okay, I understand that from from. But skin certain, color? That's bullshit. No, that that's against the law. Shenanigans. So. I politely informed her. I said, you know, I don't think this is the right spa for you. I think you need to go someplace else. And it rattled her. She said, oh, okay. And she hung up. Well, obviously she's not the dominant person in this relationship because the next morning I'm sitting there and Danae was sitting across from me, my office manager at the time. And this gentleman came walking in and somehow I knew exactly who he was. He walked up to Danae and said, I'd like to speak to the manager or an owner. And she looked over at me and I happened to be on the phone at the time. And she pointed to me and I, I waved my hands to him to tell him to come on over. And I finished up my phone call. I was booking an appointment at the time. So my head was bent down and he's standing over me and he's on the shorter side just to let you know how this goes down. And he said, I hung up the phone, finished my appointment. I said, I'll be right with you. And I deliberately put him on pause because I wanted him to know that he was not in charge. I was. So I looked up at him. I said, yes, sir. How can I help you? And I was not very friendly about it. And he said, my name is blah, blah, blah. And my wife called yesterday and uh, asked for massages. And and she said, I like, you know, that I prefer a Caucasian woman. I'd just like to explain this to you. Now, folks, if he had said at some point in this conversation, uh, I was beaten by a black gang, I was nope. shot by a black man. Nope. It, no, it would not have been legal, but I could have almost understood. Nope. Stop it, Mona. I could have almost understood. Okay. But he didn't say any of that. What he said was, I don't know why I just prefer Caucasian hands. And I looked at him and I said, sir. Let me be clear about this. First of all, it's morally reprehensible to me that you would even consider asking for someone based on the color. I said, second of all, we're under the Board of Nursing, and it is against our licensure. Third, it's against the law. We do not discriminate in here. I said, do you understand me? Well, yeah, but you're just not understanding. I said, no, sir. I heard you very clearly the first time. I do understand. No, no. Now he's getting angst. I do not. You're just not understanding me. And I just want to be heard on this. And I stood up at that point in my heels. Now I'm towering over him. And I said, 
Yes, sir. I do understand you. And you can leave my establishment now. Well, I won't have you cussing at me. I said, sir, I did not cuss yet. And I leaned around him and I looked at Danae. I said, Danae, dial 911. She picked up the phone and held it out. And she's watching me. I said, Danae, dial 911. So she proceeds to dial 911. The gentleman proceeds to say, well, I just don't understand because you're, you're just not doing me right. And this, this is not right. And you're supposed to service the client and I have a right to be in here. I said, sir, I would suggest you take your ass and walk out the door. He goes, you're cussing at me. I said, get your ass out of the door. Now this time I'm yelling at him. So I know all of the clients in de-stress are hearing me. I don't care. I am so outraged that a man would ask for someone based on color. Well, how how else are you supposed to respond to a bigot in oh that situation? My God. I was so that's what he is. I was so pissed. There's off. no justification for his behavior. He was I, a bigot. I just I, I, by this time my blood is boiling, and he. I finally get him out the door. I finally get him out the door, and he's pacing back and forth, back and forth, and I'm begging, please let the cops show up. Please let the cops show up. And obviously he's going to wait for the cops. Now let me describe his truck and for those of you who are driving a truck like this forgive me but little man and big truck equals a little penis to me he has big old truck big old tires finally he gets in that truck and i write down his license plate number i am pissed off at this man now about five minutes later the cop shows up and he happens to be a little mexican cop and i'm like yes where were you when this guy was here because obviously if he doesn't like black people he doesn't like mexicans either that's a fair assumption oh my god i was fit to be tied well we were having our company party that day and i eventually let the whole issue go suddenly on facebook there's this fellow called Jeter McFeeder, bogus name, bogus account, shows up on our Facebook feed. I will let you folks go back, find the feed. Oh, I'll and find read it, it and post it on those shows. It is hysterical. First, he calls me a manager. I wrote him back and said, Go figure. I'm a female. I'm the owner. And it goes on and on. So, for the first time, I think, in the history of de stress, I battled it out with this asshole on the, on the reviews because he was in the wrong. And I was outraged for not just my people who work for me, but for anyone um, that is had something happen to them based on their color or their their gender or their their choice in gender. I just that's so, so nauseous to me. So. It's a fun little read. <laughs> and we tracked him down and found out that his real name was blah, blah, blah. And tracked him down more through Facebook because Michelle, I love Michelle. She's my sleuth. She's like, you know, he goes to church and sits on the front row. <laughs> sure as shit. He listed his Baptist church. No, no it wasn't bad. Anyway, it, it doesn't, matter what, doesn't matter what church and, and, and proselytized all these things about the Lord. And this is the same guy who doesn't want like black people. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now see, I'm getting stirred up again. I'm getting stirred up again. So we're back to reviews. This so is this there, is the one time you were allowed to go after There are times, there are for, times. for morally outrageous behavior. When you know the public's gonna I be on your side. After him. Yeah. And I stated my case. I said, You you know what you did was wrong. You asked for Caucasian hands. I put it out there. I put it out there. Yeah. So Sometimes you have to get me in a tough on the reviews, but 
We also have had times where we've had men come in to try to solicit other things, happy endings. They've given reviews and we've flat out called, shall we talk? To, you know, I, I, you have to. Yeah, it actually, th- those reviews don't come out too often because the men are just too ashamed to say anything on yeah. those. Um, I've only had one review through Demand Force. Uh, there is a way you can... Um, we had Demand Force take it down. It was yeah, so bad. request. It, well, no, it, it was a woman who was outraged that she kept getting contacted via her email who was not a client of ours, but she had bought a gift certificate. So I went to Demand Force, asked them to take it down. I wrote to the woman personally and explained... This is because you signed up for the service. We're taking it down. We apologize. You won't hear from us again. Yeah. So, so she could have unsubscribed, but imagine that. <laughs> but mm-hmm. so sometimes you have to find or, the happy or again, medium. Or the bigot could have admitted he's a bigot. Sometimes people don't do that. Yeah. So you can find those those bad reviews. Um, nine times out of ten, when a review comes out and they're not good. Uh, I won't say nine times out of ten. I'd say six out of ten. It's because I've done something stupid. I've said something stupid and I have gotten on there. You have to go way back in the archives to find this because they don't let me on the front desk anymore. Um, And I, you will see, I will say, you're right. I'm sorry. I did this wrong. And because of that, I'm going to put four 90 minute massages on the books for you because I feel bad for what I did um, when you came in. Uh, that was during a Valentine's thing. Something always goes wrong at Valentine's. But I owned up to it and I put it there and it validated. And she's still a hardcore client of ours. So, yeah. so pick your I'm battles. Human. No, no, pick your battles. Reviews, though, they're important because, again, they give you instant validity in the community. Um, because guess who doesn't get a lot of reviews? Massage Envy. Yeah, they don't. I, I don't know what service they're using. I don't care what service they're I don't they're care, using. But, they, but they're not seeking those out. So number one, there's that. But number two, it allows you to get instant feedback from clients to see if you need to change direction or not. And three, it allows you to every once in a while call a bigot what he is. A bigot. Yeah, it will. And, and, and above all, above all, it will take you out of the pack of therapy, um, uh, massage therapy companies. It takes you out of the pack and puts you in the front. And it makes you look more legitimate and more professional and more sought after. You don't want to be part of the pack. You want to be the leader. Yeah. So I would make it if, if I am starting a brand new practice or if I'm having trouble in my business, the very first thing I would do is start getting reviews, start getting a plan for getting reviews done. Yes, yes, yes. It, it really is important. I mean, if you do nothing else, then then get that um, guide, that email guide that Ramona's got and and start with Facebook. Start where you can. Start where you can and just invest in it. But I got to tell you again, the testimonials, if we look at, cause, uh, because we use Millennium, they force us to track where the clients come from. 85% of them, probably higher. I saw a review on, online. Yeah, and we're in a transient area. Yeah. So because of the military, so this is that, that's and we have all a lot of tourists important to them so. and, a, and a ton of tourists. So you know this is important. So again, if you've got any questions about this or want a, a one-on-one review plan, again, we do offer coaching at spapreneur.com forward slash coaching. This is episode twenty-two of the podcast. Can you believe twenty-two? We're legal. Wow. I know. Wow. It's exciting. Wow. Yeah. So if you go to... Uh, There's a lot of time in your closet. There's a lot of time in the closet. Um, <laughs> Spopreneur.com forward slash zero two two. You'll get all the notes in there. I will go and look up the, the things. I, it's been a long time since so I've looked at it and it delights me. You ought to pull um, the one off of Yelp also. I will grab that because that woman. Uh, we w- we will talk about that whole very, episode. Yeah, in we've a different... got. Yeah, we have um, a wonderful show coming up. Halloween horror stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a few stories that um, 
just deserve their own time. And just because, you know, when you sometimes been, you just need a fun listen. I just at this point, I've realized in this business, people do stupid things when they take off their clothes. <laughs> you know, that's what it comes oh. down to. Except all the really stupid stuff happens when their clothes are still on. It really has. Oh, God. It, it really has. Um, and Mona was so funny the other day. She said, I'm sitting at the front desk. I need to do this more often. She was sitting over at a different desk at front and said, there's a lot of drama that goes on up here. Just oh, So there was um, one of our therapists came out and the, the front desk, someone in the front desk had put the name in wrong. And so he said the wrong name. She goes, no, my name is this. And he kind of made it a bigger deal than he needed to. I'm like, really get over it. But then the front desk person goes, he shouldn't have thrown us under the bus like that. And then the th- therapist comes out with a different client later on in the day and he's like hello i want to do like 30 minutes but the other two weren't listening to him it, i was like wow this is like a soap opera i want to sit up here and watch this more often oh god and i'm just like i'm just like with anybody like you know when you got your girlfriends that are complaining with their husbands or complaining about somebody in your group and and you you really don't care you're just like yeah okay sure and it's fun to listen to everybody else's drama yeah because it didn't really involve me so anyway go to spotpreneur.com for zero two two and you will be able to get all the show notes we'll find all these reviews and all and again guys if you are afraid to get testimonials it says more about you as a therapist oh then you, you shouldn't work for yourself no no then you should work somewhere else where they force you to do it because if we asked our therapist to do it for them oh God, it would they never, never happen it, it no, would never happen no. so we just tell i can't even get them to sell retail which we and we don't try anymore we, and that's one of the biggest bitches at the pizza hut of massages is that the therapists have to try to push products they hate that shit they hate they that really uh, universally. They tell us. Do they us. get commission? Uh, probably. Yeah, because that's one of the ways that they say that it helps them make more money. But but that's not, that's just not in the massage yeah. therapist's genes to do. It so. really is not. Estheticians, I get it a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you got to take the product home to make your face better. Better but anyway. Oh my god! It just again, so many more reasons why franchise. It's, it's just not the way to go. Anyway, if you got any questions, go to our Spopreneur Facebook group. It is hopping in there. We have awesome people like Grace and Kimberly. And, uh, yeah, we've been over. having a lot of fun back yeah, there Nancy. helping uh, Grace create her room Real. and giving her ideas. Yeah. And it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, we have a couple of Graces actually in there. Just all kinds of different things. So go in there. Spopreneur, uh, if you search Spopreneur on Facebook, you'll find the Facebook group. Cool. You got anything else for them, Sessie? Nope. Just have a wonderful day. One more thing. If you love this podcast, you can rate and review it as well. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> oh, about this. We talk about us being bad at reviews. No, seriously, if you go to, if you listen on Apple Podcasts specifically, it's the number one place where people do listen to our podcast. If you can leave us a five star review. Be nice. You know, you, nice you can just leave a five star <laughs> review. You don't have to write, but it really helps other people discover our podcast. It gives us feedback for what we're doing. If you don't like what we're doing, please don't listen anymore. Yeah, I, there's I, plenty of other. We're cool- a little bit out there in body. We are not conservative. There are some other ones out there that are much more drier ones. and cons- conservative. That's not us. And they talk, we, like, we, and they talk like, "Hello, <laughs> welcome to <laughs> this podcast." We do not talk like that. God, I, I I've never ever talk like that maybe we could do it for april fool's day oh my god (laughs) anyway but uh, please don't be offended by us we're just being real we're being ourselves and that's the most important thing in this business it's how you stand out. and this is how we talk to our clients yes (laughs) (laughs) especially the ones that are like you're like really stop asking for that yeah i just oh they're all children hi later gators Bye. bye 
Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to Spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to making your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com.